the Recollect Podcast, where we take a few moments to reflect on the Collect of the day to take our Sunday prayers into our weeks. Our Collect this week is from the second Sunday of Easter. Dios Todopoderoso y Eterno, que en el misterio pascual estableció el nuevo pacto de reconciliación, Amare an everlasting God, when the Paschal Mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation, concédele a todos los que han renacido en la comunión del cuerpo de Cristo, pueda manifestar en sus vidas lo que profesan por su fe. Grant that all who have been reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their life what they profess by their faith. Por Cristo nuestro Señor, que vive y reina en el Espíritu Santo, un solo Dios, por los siglos de los siglos, throughout Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amén. Amén. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Recollect. My name is Rachel Wasink, and a very happy second week of Easter to you. Praise the risen Christ that we get to keep this party going throughout the season of Easter. Eastertide lasts for 50 days, and that's not just a random number. The seasons of the church here are modeled after the life of Jesus. After Jesus' resurrection, he spent 40 days on earth before he ascended, and then there were 10 more days until the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. This season of Eastertide is filled with stories of Jesus' time on earth during those 40 days and celebrating his saving of the world and the mission he invites us into during these days. The resurrection changes everything and is worth celebrating and sharing. So it's such a joy to pray these Eastertide colics with you this season as we proclaim the name of the risen Lord and petition for Christ's resurrection to invade every bit of our world. So let's take a look at this week's Eastertide collect. Our proclamation says, Almighty and everlasting God, who in the Paschal mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation. We begin reorienting our attention in prayer to our almighty and everlasting God. Proclamations in our prayers are both a greeting to God himself as we speak, as well as a way to draw us out of ourselves and focus our attention on the one we're speaking to. Proclamations humble us as we proclaim the one who is always on the throne, the one who is the Alpha and Omega. There is both an acknowledgement of God's holiness in proclaiming his name at the start of our prayers, as well as a familial nearness in speaking his name, in speaking directly to God, something we can do because we have the Spirit of God with us. When we speak the name of a friend when we're greeting them, we're near to them. It's dear when we speak their name. So we speak God's name to him. As you proclaim God Almighty and everlasting, imagine greeting your father. Know that you are saying hello to the one who made you, loves you, and made a plan to rescue you. We go on to proclaim that God established the new covenant of reconciliation in the Paschal Mystery. 
The Paschal mystery is the work of Jesus, who is the incarnate God, dying, raising to life, and one day coming back again. Paschal refers to the Passover, coming from the word Pascha, a word often used to describe Good Friday and the sacrifice of the Lamb of God. A mystery for the Christian are things we affirm as true but cannot fully explain. There are many mysteries that take faith to believe. The incarnation, the miracles that Jesus has done, the resurrection of Jesus— Back in Advent, we petitioned to be stewards of Christ's mysteries, and we continue with that now with the beautiful Paschal mystery of Christ's death and resurrection. In proclaiming this mystery, we celebrate that we have a Savior who can do this and that we ourselves cannot. Christ established a new covenant that reconciles us to God. The Lord is unchanging, almighty, and everlasting as we proclaimed. He did not need to be reconciled to us. We needed to be brought home to Him. Christ did that. So we proclaim this miraculous mystery. We proclaim with joy that there is a way to return to God through Jesus. Our almighty and everlasting God rejoices in you proclaiming his name and coming home to him by the power of Jesus. So as we proclaim the name of God and the work of the resurrection of Jesus, we must also petition for this to change us. Our petition says, Grant that all who have been reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their lives what they profess by their faith. In being saved by Jesus, we are part of the family of God, reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body, reconciled with the family and at God's table. But the resurrection is far too great to stop there. The women at the tomb did not simply keep this paschal mystery and miracle to themselves. They shared it and let it change them. The resurrection changes you. The women went from mourning to probably super confused to deeply rejoicing. The resurrection bore fruit in their lives. So that is what we petition. We petition that as we proclaim the Paschal mystery, as we proclaim by faith the resurrection, that the resurrection would change us and shine forth from us. We don't want to stay the same. We want to be changed forever. So we petition for God's help to change us, to shape us into resurrection stewards and resurrection sharers. The epistle passage for this past Sunday is from 1 John, and it sums up this petition of moving from witnessing the resurrection to it changing us. It says, We declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. This life was revealed, and we have seen it and testify to it, and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. We declare to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. We proclaim by faith the resurrection. 
And as we proclaim, the Holy Spirit changes us. He marks us as Christ's own forever by the resurrection. He gives us resurrection words to share with others. He leads us to repentance when we have turned from God. He makes us more and more like Jesus, degree by degree, as the resurrection catches us up into God's great story of saving the world. But just as we cannot save ourselves and need Jesus, we also cannot do the work of being changed by the resurrection alone. We need the Holy Spirit. We proclaim and God does the work. Just as when I put a seed in the dirt, I water it and make sure it gets plenty of sun and I put the the seed snugly in a dirt home, but I cannot burst that seed open to bear fruit. That is a mystery. So as you proclaim the resurrection, petition that it will burst into new life in you, moment by moment. Our colic concludes saying, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We are not alone in proclaiming the resurrection. We are with the family we've been reconciled to by the resurrection, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They welcome us into the story of the resurrection. They welcome us into the mission of God making all things new. We see fruit of the resurrection at work by God's creation, the world, and his children, by the life of Jesus who conquered death and by the Holy Spirit, who draws us deeper into this salvation story. They are with us and on the throne, telling their story through us. So how can you proclaim the resurrection and petition to be changed by it this week? How can you practice resurrection, practice living with your joy made complete? A friend and I were talking this week about the disciples and how some of them just really didn't get it. They really didn't understand the resurrection. Even Thomas had to see the wounds to believe. But how often do we forget to believe the resurrection? How often do we forget to see others and our world with kingdom eyes? How often do we forget that broken things are being made new? How often do we try to save ourselves or not take time to share gospel hope with another? I am quick to lose the magnitude of the resurrection in my life. So friends, let's look for resurrection hope at work. Let's tell stories of old things being made new. Let's look at buds forming on trees and plants bursting through the dirt Let's share with a friend how Jesus' resurrection is shaping you. I want to invite you to have resurrection eyes and ears this week, beholding the one who makes all things new at work in and around you today, and listening to creation that cries out for saving while believing in that paschal mystery of Christ saving. Proclaim the resurrection but then take a step forward in resurrection hope. I love the act of walking up to receive communion. I proclaim Christ's death and resurrection. I feast on it, and then I move. I walk. I'm invited to go forth into the world in peace. 
The resurrection brings a peace and hope that no other event or thing can. So let that change you this week. Even if that means you simply need to sit quietly and receive the truth of the resurrection. Receive the Holy Spirit building your faith. Praise the Lord, we don't need to foster the resurrection ourselves. We are simply part of the story and get to now proclaim it and live it. So may we practice resurrection this week, friends. Hear these words of prayer again and receive Christ's resurrection joy shining forth in you. Almighty and everlasting God, who in the Paschal mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation, grant that all who have been reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their lives what they profess by their faith. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Recollect Podcast. I'd love to hear from you and how you're praying the colics this Eastertide. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Recollect Podcast. Join us next week for the Collect for the third Sunday of Easter. Peace.